Hi and welcome. This is a fantastic opportunity to meet Vicki Owens and she's going to be talking to us today about retirement planning, financial strategies, which we all need. We don't get enough of this. They should teach it in school starting with first grade. We're going to be talking about removing risk and healthy living and evaluating your assets and Oh, liquidity. Wow. Let's find out about that. Investing in the right retirement tools. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Marianne. How are you? I know that was a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful. But I'm telling you, we really should start in kindergarten talking about how we're going to protect ourselves, how we need to be um, self-sufficient. We yeah. don't talk about that. We talk about, you know, your husband's going to take care of you or your wife's going to have a great career. What about us? What about us taking care of us? How do we do that, Vicki? Uh, well, there's a lot of ways. We just, the biggest thing is planning and basically, you know, planning. having a mind, mindset to always be, uh, you know, to plan, be prepared for your future. Okay. You, Thank you. You really, need to, you really need to, you know, plan for your future. You know, if you, if you want, have an idea in, of, of, uh, of how you want to live uh, in the future, your golden years or whenever it happens, you know, whenever you want to retire, you need to plan for it. You know, a lot you of know what I would needed uh, when I was younger, I thought about this. If they had like a, a slideshow, mm -hmm. Hey, this is what your life's going to look like. If you let other people plan for you yeah. or, or you just kind of go with the flow. Yes. And this is what your life could look like. If you plan for your future, you could exactly. have this and you could have that. And yeah. Thank yeah, you. No, no one so ever they, did that for me. Yeah. No, and most people, you know, this day, I guess the, the new generation is getting better at it. They're looking at it, but so many uh, uh, young people, you know, they're thinking, oh, retirement, that's so far away. It is for them, you know, when they look at, you know, when they're thinking about retiring. However, they still should plan. It's never too early. I think we talked about it the last time. It's never too early to start planning and putting away uh, something for your future because if you don't plan, you will fail in the future as far as you won't have uh, the things that you would like. You'll be, you know, still trying to work you know, after your, you know, golden years are still there. You know, I'm right now I'm going to be 62 this year and, you know, I have I'm, you know, I'm teaching it and I'm, I'm, I'm walking the walk. I'm doing what I need to do to make sure I have the right um, uh, things in place for my future. I know how I want to live. You know, I'm like, so everybody should have a vision of how they want to live in the future during their golden years. So you don't have to work the rest of your life. Don't have to be a Walmart worker, you know, a greeter or whatever when you're in your 70s. Isn't that funny? You both, both of us thought about that. As <laughs> you don't plan a retirement that, you know, that's not going to be a choice. You're going to have to do something that you may or may not like. Yes, in your yes. in your old in your golden, golden years. years. Yes, you don't want to be in that situation. Well, I mean, it's okay to do that if that's if that's your way to get out and exercise or meet people or whatever. But if you don't want to do that, then you need to plan for your future. That's the bottom line. So, I agree. Um, now, the foundation of planning for your future is really, I mean, we call it a uh, financial foundation, and there are bricks to the financial uh, foundation, and that's basically. You need to protect yourself first, okay? Then you should basically manage your debt. You know, in other words, have some tools in place to manage your debt. Uh, and you always have to have an emergency fund because so many people get off track because emergencies come up and they don't have anything in place for emergencies, okay? And then 
you invest, okay? Let me tell you what the emergency fund looks like for most people. Mom, I need some money. <laughs> Hi, best friend in the whole world. I love you dearly. Do you have any money I can borrow? I'm, I'll pay you back, okay? Maybe it might take me 20 years, but I will pay you back. That's what most of us look like when we don't plan. Right. If when you don't plan, you will be in those situations. You know, I, I mean, it, and that's just that's just how, you know, people when you don't plan, you're in those type of situations. But just remember that, that like there's four bricks to the foundation, your financial foundation. So you'll have finances in the future. Now, remember, I also work in Medicare. And so I have Medicare uh, uh, clients that I, I see, you know, that I have that, that I have that I know plan for the future. Because they're, you know, they're they're in their golden years. They've retired, and they're not worried about their financials. They're just as comfortable as they want to be, you know. And they're happy, content. They're traveling. They're doing this. They're doing that, or whatever, because they plan for the future. I don't know who sat down with them, but somebody did. And then I unfortunately have Medicare uh, clients that, you know, did not do the planning. You know, they just did not do the planning, and they're okay. You know that, you know. But I'm pretty sure some of them who have stated to me that, uh, you know, they wish they had done th things differently. Okay, so you know, it's just it, everybody is different. But you know, if you if you plan for your future, then you have the the future of retirement that you you know want. So envision what you want, and you know, if, you know. If you want to travel, you want to do this or whatever, then you know you have to have a financial uh, foundation um, and, you know, you have to have tools in place to basically set in, in savings, um, you know, investments and things like that. Uh, but like I said, the foundation starts with protecting yourself. So what is protection? Most people, you know, like protection, protection, what does that mean? Protection is basically having life insurance, okay? You know, you have to protect yourself you know, protect your money, protect your assets. You know, you have life insurance, you know, you you you, you um, protect your car, you protect your house, but do you protect yourself? You know, most people don't think they, and that's the first thing they'll basically stop paying when times get tough, okay? But you need to have life insurance as your protection, that's your foundation, okay? Uh, you have to have funds, you know, and all this is, you know, managing your money, putting money away for, funding the things that you need. You know, you want to have something in place to manage your debt. You know, there are tools there to manage your debt. So you can have money in place to manage your debt. Then, of course, we just talked about emergency fund and then investments. But today we want to really focus on the whole planning and the, the strategies toward that, which I just did. I just, just gave you the basic, the foundation of uh, your, your um, uh, retirement planning. Um, that's the basic, you know, that, that's truly your basic um, strategy is going in that step model, you know, protect yourself, manage your debt, have emergency fund, and then invest in your future. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now one little lesson on money I'm going to talk about is that a lot of people, the reason I say is never too early to start planning because when down, when it comes down to it, we need, we need finances to retire comfortably. Okay. And so when you have time, then you can basically build, you know, a little nest egg, you know, for your future. Okay. There's a formula for, um, your finance, you know, as far as wealth, wealth building, 
Okay, we call it wealth formula. And it's money plus time plus the rate of return or whatever tool you're using minus inflation and minus taxes. And that's going to basically be your wealth. So remember, it's money plus time plus your rate of return, your, your rate of return, okay, minus inflation and minus taxes. And that's going to be your wealth. I mean, what your the wealth your what wealth you have, okay. Uh, and that's I mean, you can Google that or whatever, but that's pretty much your wealth formula. All right. So the biggest thing what I just said is time. You have to have time to everybody to to grow, okay. And um, that's why I say start early, you know, start as early as you possibly can. But you also have to have the right tools, okay? Now, when you're, uh, I want to talk about the, uh, in some of the investment tools people hear about all the time are your IRAs, your 401ks, your 403bs, 457s, and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> your laugh, what's, what's so funny about Well, it's like 459 to me. That doesn't mean <laughs> anything to people like me. I'm like, huh? Four fifty-five to four fifty-seven. Well, I'm sure you've heard of IRAs or IRAs. Okay? I have. Okay. I have. All right. So when you say when you say that word, I mean when you you know say IRAs or IRAs, what do you think? Most people say, "Oh, it's a tax advantage," you know, or whatever tax tax deferred, and you get a you know kind of a tax um, uh, benefit when you're doing your taxes. A lot of people, you know, put up you know. Uh, money into an IRA during tax season. Okay. Um, so a, uh, a IRA is a retirement tool. That's why it's a tax benefit with the IRS. Okay. Uh, IRS has, the IRS has many different uh, tools or uh, types of products. They have numbers there, IRA, IRA, uh, IRS codes. Okay. That's what you're talking about. Okay. All right. The IRS codes. And so you have the IRAs, and it's basically the, the R stands for retirement. So it's an individual retirement account. Okay. Typically, um, is that for people who are in corporate America? No, I, actually, IRAs are for anybody. You can okay. have an IRA for anybody. Because people who are in court, when you when you have an IRA, usually an IRA, you, you put in IRA on individually. That's why it's called an individual retirement account. Okay. Okay. It has nothing to do with corporate America. So anybody can have a IRA. All right. Okay. And that's there, good to know. And there are two different types of IRAs. Um, I'm going to talk about both of them, but I'll just say there's Roth and then there's, you know, well, actually it's more than just two, but I'm going to talk about the Roth IRA, uh, but there's the Roth, there's a simple, uh, and then there's the individual, the regular IRA I just talked about. Now, okay. IRA, uh, <clears throat> there are tools that I just, I know I just spilled all that out, you know, like you said, it was probably Greek to most people, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, they are considered tax deferred tools that you can use to save for your retirement. That's basically what they're set up to be. So we just talked about the IRS and that's an individual retirement account. You do get, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's tax deferred. So what the money that you put into our IRA you're not going to be taxed on it that tax year. Okay. Okay. You know, that's so good that, to know. That, that's so why. it can build up and you don't have to pay taxes on it right away. Not, well, you don't, yes, you don't pay taxes on it right away. However, you will take, when you start taking it out, when you have to, they will make, you know, because with those retirement tools, there is a age that you have to start taking it out. And usually that age is like uh, 65 to 70. Well, I put it like this. You can start at 59 and a half. You can start withdrawing from those types of uh, 
the, the retirement accounts. You know, at 70, they kind of make you because some, you know, it's just like Social Security. Social Security uh, is a uh, pension a plan uh, for most Americans who basically paid into it. Uh, and you have to really start taking it out when you're 70. Um, so you're, you can't, you, you, you know, when you hit 62 with Social Security, uh, you can basically start taking it out, you're, you know, you're, but you're not going to get the full amount for the Social Security because Social Security is a big annuity. It's just an annuity for the whole country or whatever, you know, for people, for citizens, I should say, for United States citizens. So if you paid into Social Security, then uh, you will receive that you'll start receiving your um, you'll be eligible to start receiving your um, Social Security. Or, you know, I want to say pension, but your Social Security uh at the age of 62, where you won't be penalized, okay? All right, so, um, and that's actually one of the, the tools I was gonna talk, well, that's that's an automatic tool. Most people look at social security, you know, they're taking it out, it's automatic, almost, it's almost like Uncle Sam is making you put some money away, <laughs> you know, for your retirement, all right? So, but most pension plans, like social security, I you know, I use pension, so it's sort of a, you know, the America's pension plan, most pension plans are not set up to be your, you know, to be the all in all, that's your income. Okay. They, Social Security says that this is not the only thing they're going to use for retirement. They expect you to save, like I'm talking about, save for the future. They're expecting you to not live off your Social Security when you get to your golden years. That's why you should be saving. Social Security would be, would add to that. Um, but, you know, you should start saving and look toward I'm going to talk about this too, a lifetime income. So you have to use the right tools, you know, uh, in your planning. You have to strategize and, and you know, sit down with a financial advisor and basically talk about, you know, your situation, you know, talk about what, you, what your goals are and, you know, you know what your, you want your future to look like. You know, even, even though I say it's never too early, I also agree that it's never too late if you've done certain things, okay? If you've done certain things in your life, you know, and at least you're thinking about it. Okay. Now back right. to the uh to the different tools. There are tax deferred tools and then there are tax advantage tools. So IRAs are tax divert tools, like I said, that you put away and you don't pay taxes on then at that time. However, when you start drawing that money in that, you know, from that account, you will pay taxes on it. So it's tax deferred. They're going to get you one They're way or another. One way or another. And you have to think about, and Uncle Sam loves the fact that you're deferring your money and you're putting it away and saving, you know, they're giving you those benefits and, you know, uh, you know, as far as uh, tax, uh, you know, uh, benefits. So you don't have to pay for it then. So, but think about this. When you get ready to take it out, you have more money when you're taking it out than you did when you were putting it in. Right. So of course, Michael Sam is what? Getting a bigger chunk of what you say. <laughs> so you're not paying for it now, but you pay for it later and it's going to be bigger. Okay. So is that really a tax tax advantage? Mm, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you know, so we'll, we'll but we, there are ways to kind of like beat that too. So, but the other um, tools that are tax deferred, like ours are 401ks. Now that's what you were thinking about when you say corporate America. Because most 401ks, most, but not all, and I'm not sure in this time, you know, during this time, if companies are changing it, but most 401ks are while you're in corporate America. Okay. Okay. okay so they're taking, it's tax deferred again, because they're taking money from your paycheck. Okay. As you're working 
and they're putting it, you know, it's going toward, when I say they, you are saying they can basically put this money away before it's taxed into a 401k and let that money grow and build, okay? That, okay. Uh, 401ks are with corporate America. What is called the 403b is the same thing as a 401k. It's just a different tax code and it's for uh, organizations that are, are typical nonprofit organizations, such as uh, the teacher, you know, in other words, teacher, teachers, the teachers' retirement system, or, um, you know, t the school districts and things like that across the country. Those are con considered nonprofit type of companies. You know, Boy Scouts of America is, a, is an example, but anything that's a nonprofit uh, company, those employees who work for those nonprofit organizations. Uh, and that's nonprofit is not the only one you can get a 403B with, but that's just the, the best example I can tell you. Then you can put money away while you're still working. You put money into those accounts and that's tax deferred. They're tax deferred types of accounts to save for you. Okay. All right. All of them, you know, and they're going to have different interest rates and things like that. Uh, the 457 is another one that basically you can use toward, you know, uh, putting away. These are just tax codes, IRS tax codes. They've labeled with, you know, for different how they are categories, the, these types of accounts. But they're all tax deferred tools. OK, uh, let's see. Pensions. Well, like I talked about Social Security being the big pension for the you know, for you know citizens. But, you know, teachers get um, pensions military we get pensions um you know civil servants have pensions you know we're all putting money into these pension programs you know um that but they are tax deferred as well so you will pay my pay taxes on those types of savings plans for your future in retirement okay i don't know why i want to say do you have any questions <laughs> but, but i'm like I, I actually do because um everybody's different Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is, you know, you have all these tools and everything. So what, where do you come in, involved in how I handle all this? What, what is it that you offer that's going to help figure out what I need? Well, basically what I do, I'm like a finance, like I said, I'm a financial uh, you know, planner or advisor is I help you manage these tools and figure out which one is going to be. The okay. Best. Now we're getting somewhere because uh, that's a lot of information that, um, that I wouldn't know what to do with. Yeah. Most people don't, <laughs> you know, cause you would have to really do your uh, research and study. And it sounds like you have, you've been yeah. doing this research. So you're the expert that, that could help us. So how would you go about doing that, especially well, now with COVID and everything? Well, I actually sit down with, you know, I'm doing it now with, um, you know, uh, the, the, with, with teachers and uh, I sit down and we analyze or evaluate what you have. Okay. Um, you know, what is that? Okay. <laughs> but we, we analyze what your situation, in other words, I do a financial needs analysis. That's how you start. Okay. We do right. a needs analysis and we, we, we establish exactly, you know, where your money is, you know, what, what your debt is, what investments you have already, uh, you know, and what, you know, is there any hidden money, you know, so to speak that you, you're not aware of, you know, what is your savings like? What is your, what is your lifestyle right now? And what do you need to do to change your lifestyle to really get to the, the goals that you want to reach? For the future okay that's what i do and it's called financial needs analysis we sit down and really dive deep into what's going on with your life 
um, that your family, your finances right now, and how do we basically plan for the future? What tools are going to be best for you at this time that's going to be able, you know, that's going to help you, you know, build your uh, nest egg, so to speak, that you're going to have a retirement income for the rest of your life. My goal is to, to have put in place that you're going to have a retirement income for the rest of your life. You know, so everything I just talked about, all those those tools are great because they are basically savings types of tools that, you know, they're uh, IRS codes for you to put away money that you won't get taxed on their tax deferred tools for retirement. OK, now. <clears throat> that answer your question <laughs> yeah okay. it really does help because it gets overwhelming when you start talking about all those numbers and all those different choices and tools i'm i'm thinking to myself okay you know yeah. well the just, other thing that i wanted to talk <laughs> i know it can be confusing unfortunately i'm going to throw some more at you okay here we go i'm ready <laughs> so we talked about those are tax deferred tools you know and they are you can most of them you can put in <clears throat> like the 401ks, 403bs, those, those you can put, you put in while you're working. As long as you're working and you're not retired, you can basically put into those tools. Okay. Okay. Uh, now we're going to talk about the, what I call tax, tax advantage tools. In okay. That they are tools that they come out of your, pretty much they are, the money that's going into these tools are already taxed. And so You've already paid taxes on them, but now you're putting them into a tool that will gain you retirement income. Some will be gain you retirement income for the rest of your life, depending on what you know tool you put it into. But they, when you take the money out, it's not taxed. Okay, all right, because you've already taxed. You've already been taxed on it. Okay, so you're saving money that's already been taxed. So when you get ready to take it out. It's not you're not paying taxes on it, you know. When you know, so it's all about when you want to pay taxes on you know pay tax. You have to you're gonna pay taxes. It's the thing. The the question is, when do you want to pay? You want to pay the big amount, you know, at the end when you're not paying it in the beginning, or do you want to pay a smaller amount in the beginning and not pay any at the end? A tax advantage tool is like that. Okay, you're not paying okay. the big tax. At the end, you're not paying taxes at the end. You're paying the smaller tax in the beginning. Okay. 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 So um, those are the, you know, those, that that's how you should look at the tools you use for retirement. And like I said, when I sit down with you, these are the tools that you'll have access to. We talk about each one of them, which is going to be the best, best for you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we evaluate and it's going to be a team concept, but since I will be the expert, I'll tell you which ones are going to be best and you have to make a decision what, you know, which one you want to go to. Cause I can advise you all I want to, but if you say, well, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I can't do anything. It's up to me. That's right. But you can guide us and let us know the pitfalls. Like I didn't realize that there was a difference between, you know, tax deferment and tax advantage that it was never explained to me like that. You did a really good job making me understand what it is that you're talking about. So thank you for that. You're quite welcome. That's what yeah. I'm That's Yay. <laughs> well, we talked about doing um, the financial needs analysis, and that's kind of like the next area I was talking about. I was going to go into evaluating your assets and what you have that's liquid, you know, 
Uh, you have to in, in now. And I was I was going to sign up for that because I think that's very important. And then we had this bad storm, and and we've had COVID and things, but things seem to be getting better now. So I, how do I go about signing up for that? Well, basically, you just sit, you call, you make an appointment with me, and we set up a time that we can basically meet and talk about it. We do it through Zoom. I do. I basically do most of my appointments now uh, via Zoom. Okay, um, so we don't do it ahead of time. We do it with you. Yes, you do it with me. You do it. Okay, with me. well, that's even better. Yeah, you do it. You should do it with me. You know, you will. You know, I, what I always want because a lot of people, depending on what age, you know, someone who's twenty years old is coming to me to say, okay, I heard you. I'm going to start early. Most yes. of those people don't have a lot, you know, so they they haven't basically invested in any of the tools yet, you know. So uh, I wouldn't expect them to, you know, bring what they have. But someone who is you know, say 40 uh, years old or mid 40s or whatever, I expect someone who's that age has already invested, put something away, you know, has started some type of savings, especially if they're in corporate America, they have a 401k. But a lot of people don't understand that, you know, I was going to talk one of the things I was going to discuss is they're different. And we're not going to be able to get into it today, because we don't have a lot of time left. But they're different. The, all the tools that I talked about, um, you know, there are options for those, you know, options for your money, as we call it, as far as they're either they're going to be a variable account or they're going to be an index account. Okay. And most 401ks are variable. So your money is tied to the stock market. And so one of the things I really want to talk to right now, I'm going to just jump over the other thing, but is, is uh, you want to remove your risk when it comes to retirement. Okay. And one of the risks is taxes. Okay. You want to, you know, you don't want, that's why the tax advantage tools are a lot better because, you know, you're removing that tax risk when you get older, you know, where you're not going to have these high, you know, have a lot of money that's taxed. Okay. Um, so that's the tax risk. You want to remove your risk. The second, you know, risk is the market risk. In other words, when you have assets, tied to market accounts such as IRAs or 401ks. You know, you want to basically try to find accounts that don't have those market risks where your money, maybe it is, you know, your, your money's in those, but it's a tight, it's an index account. You know, that's the one I always use because your money might be tied in it, but it's in a such, it's a, such a way, index or such a way that you don't lose with an index account but you will gain. So when the market falls, you don't lose. It's a floor. You don't gain anything, but you don't lose. But when the market moves up or goes up, then you gain. Okay. So there's, you know, cause there's like a win-win. Yeah. So you have fixed accounts, uh, uh, the options for your money. You have fixed options where it's like banks, savings accounts or whatever. Your money's not going to grow. Remember we talked about the wealth formula that, you know, you're going to have, um, you, you have to have time, interest rate, you know, rate of return rather, uh, but you have to have time to grow, you know, and your in, the uh, rate of return has to be at least five or over for your money to grow. When you have your money in fixed types of um, accounts, um, your money is, is going to take forever for it to grow. And those fixed accounts are like bank savings or whatever, because if you look at the interest rate on those, you might get a point two or point one or whatever. It's not worth it. It's not really you, your money just sitting there. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so not you worth want, it. 
it's not you know exactly but whole life whole life a lot of people get whole life insurance it's the same thing you have a fixed uh rate of return for your cash value in your whole in your whole life and most of those are not over four percent you need to have at least a five percent uh rate of return on your money for it to actually grow to beat the inflation and the um uh, yeah, what beat the inflation? And yeah, a thousand dollars today is not worth what it was. No, no, you know, not at all. So you want to basically, like I said, remove the risk, tax risk as well as the market risk, um, and you know you want to basically put your money, your you know your money in accounts that are going to grow, you know, not stay you know stagnant, so to speak. Okay. I do remember a time when I thought a thousand dollars a month, and man, I'm going to live a good life. <laughs> for my retirement, you know, I remember thinking that and I'm thinking today it's like a thousand dollars a month. I couldn't live on that. <laughs> but Okay. Yeah. No, you know, because as you know, as, as time goes, inflation continues, you know, it's just, you know, taxes right. increase, you know, we just, things just are, you know, things that, you know, it's called progress, but you know, it costs more to live longer. You know? Yeah, I was watching the news just this morning and they said because of all the freeze that that uh, Texas has, we supply a lot of fruits and vegetables and the it's going to go up because a lot of stuff froze and they, yeah. you know, what, what are you going to do? We're going to have to get it from other sources, which means more money. It's going to take more money to get that to us. Yes. Yes, yes. So. so that's that's really how inflation starts, right? Is we have disasters and and most yeah, most of the time that's how it starts. You have some type of disaster, or the the inflation starts because the the market is not doing well. You know, it's like you'll have issues mm -hmm. where you know, the market's not doing well. Well, they'll have to, in, you know, you'll see increase in all kinds of rates and things like that because right. uh, people are not you know trying to save and everything you know, to, for the disaster that's about to happen. Right. <laughs> so you're going to have inflated, you know, uh, inflation will come up, come about. But I see that we have, we have hit our limit. I didn't get the chance to finish everything. I did want to talk about, uh, you know, a little bit more about the different, the, the, the different tools that are there uh, and how they work. Um, and, you know, uh, which ones that are, you know, we kind of, tipped on it, but I wanted to go a little bit more detail on it, but we can do that the next time. I was just going to say, that's why we're here every week, because we have so much to talk about. And you're just a wealth of information, Vicki. I appreciate you being here. Helping us plan for our future is so important. And for those of you who are watching us on YouTube or Facebook, Remember, you can also listen to us on the podcast. So we do have a podcast for if you want to take us in your car, if you want to, while you're walking the dog or doing your laundry, you can put your earbuds in and listen to Vicki's advice on how to plan for our future. One more time, I'm going to, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, I'm going to give you some information right now verbally so that you can write this down and um and and get a hold of vicky because i think it's important i'm making an appointment with her to do this uh tell us again what it is that we're signing up for or you want an to analysis a, yeah you want to do a financial needs analysis okay 
everyone should do what I don't whether you your advisor who if you have an advisor already, a financial planner advisor already, you should they should be based doing a financial needs analysis with you at least once a year, at least once a year, because things happen in your life and they change. So every there you go. advisor needs to know that so they can make adjustments into whatever, however they've set up your planning. You know. Your okay. So for those of us who need Vicki, we're going to call 713-444-3269. And we're going to sign up for this financial needs assessment. It's not going to hurt. It's only going to help. Thank you so much, Vicki, and we'll see you again next week. All right. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye for now.